Welcome to the Principles of Success, and today's book review is Never Split the Difference. And this is going to be a shorter book review, because there's only really a few key, key takeaways that I got out of this book. And it's a great book. The one problem I have with this book is that it obviously um, has some padding to it. And when I see a book like this, I assume that the publishing company told the author, yeah, you had a really great message, but it's too short. We need you to put more into it. And so the author did. That's what I get when I see books like this. There's a lot of really great information, and then there's a little bit of padding. It's still worth a great read. It's a very useful book, especially in sales um, and in negotiations. It just that's my one complaint is it has some obvious padding to it to make it a little bit longer, which I don't appreciate because it's taking up my time that I could go read another book. Anyway, so the first big takeaway is that people are irrational. They are emotional. You don't have to... If you try and negotiate somebody completely logically, it's not going to work. You need to build trust. You need to build empathy. The more trust and empathy you have with somebody, the easier it is to negotiate with them, to work with them. And the author of this book was a hostage, um, worked for the FBI, and he worked for, he did hostage negotiations. There's not really a, well, um, why don't you keep an arm and we'll take the rest of the hostage. There's no splitting the difference with the hostage. It's, you're going to give up the hostage, what are your demands? And his job was to get everything going and to make sure that the hostage stays safe and that um, the people he's negotiating with lets the hostage go. He can't be just giving me part of the hostage. So... There's no splitting the difference in that. And so his job was essentially to make friends with terrible people. It's not like he actually likes them, but he still needed to build trust and empathy with them. One of the tactics he used is mirroring. We've talked about mirroring before in the show, but um, he talks about repeating the last three words are your first words. So if they say something like, I will let the hostage go if you give me pizza. And then he might start the sentence with giving you pizza sounds like a great idea, blah, 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 blah. So mirroring, reflecting people back what their wants are. Next, 
using empathy phrases like it seems like it looks like you care I know you care about this so it seems like this is a really big issue it looks like that you are set on this you really care about this particular thing using empathy phrases mirroring um, and then using phrases like that's right and that's all on building rapport next is the going into the negotiation part and the top top question that he always asks is how am I supposed to do that like you help me figure out how I am supposed to help you how am I supposed to get a million dollars in two hours that's very generous but it's another phrase that's very generous but I can't possibly do that how am I supposed to do that it's very generous of you to make that offer but how am I supposed to be able to do this? Get them working to solve the problems. Because th this is just going into negoti negotiation tactics. If they're the ones solving the problems, then they are now negotiating with themselves. You're not even the one being like, can you drop the price a little bit? They're like... Well, if I want this to happen, maybe I should drop the price a little bit. Next takeaway, use slow voice. You have a default voice and have an assertive voice. So the slow voice, you want to be able to draw them in, make them feel more comfortable. The default voice is what most people use. And then there's the assertive voice. The assertive voice really doesn't work too well in negotiations a lot of time. You do use the assertive voice near the end when you're like, I'm not moving from this. But like we talked about it in previous episodes, people will reflect your tonality. So especially in a high-risk situation like hostages, Keeping things calm with your slower voice is super important. And when you're trying to keep building trust and empathy, having your default voice and assertive voice don't work as well. But when you're done negotiating, you're not splitting the difference, it's time for the assertive voice. So just using your voices differently. And then target price what is it that you actually want what is your actual target price know this before you go into the negotiation and then offer 65% of that so if your target price is a hundred bucks you offer $65 and then through the course of the negotiation you do things like, how am I supposed to do that? That's very generous, but I can't possibly. Um, it seems like 65 isn't enough for you. And 
over the course of negotiation of going through those phrases and tactics. Your initial offer is 65%. You're only allowed to increase it three times. And it is 85%, 95%, and 100%. And use empathy knows like, no, that can't possibly work with with me. How am I supposed to be able to get that kind of price? Because you're negotiating down in this example. Um, or in the opposite works too. If you're negotiating up, no, I can't possibly go that low. How am I supposed to tell my wife that I sold our car for that little? Anyway, you do it three times. The first, the initial offer is 65%, then it's 85%, then it's 95%, then it's 100% of your target price. And you make the first offer because the first offer is where the anchor happens. If you offer, if they offer, it's going to be so much higher than what your target offer is. And then it messes everything up. So offer 65% and settle for 100%. Use whole numbers. So if it's like, car example, if it's $2,000, offer like $1,557. Whole numbers, because that's more concrete, it's a psychological thing. And the reason why you go up to 85%, 95%, 100% is and you only do it the max three times because it's all, each time it's getting smaller and smaller. So back to the $100 example. Um, you're wanting to buy it at a maximum of, or target price of 100 bucks. So you offer 65 Well, they're not willing to sell it for 65 so they offer you like uh, 120 Well, now you offer them 85 and then 95. So the first jump was 20. The second jump was only 10. And then the last jump was 5. So it's obviously getting smaller each time. And then after you do your 100, toss in a non-monetary offer. A fun example of this is like they're negotiating and the guy hits the... the target number and then he throws in and I'll buy you some chicken nuggets from McDonald's the actual monetary value of the chicken nuggets is only like a couple of bucks but it demonstrates that you are trying to make this deal work but you are not budging past this final number And you just go in slower, slower increment or smaller and smaller increments to demonstrate that you're less and less willing to budge. And then you toss in that final non-monetary offer. And that signals to the opposing side of the negotiation that this is it. You're not getting a better offer. Well, I'm throwing in this little cherry on top to try and sway you to this deal. But the main keys is the 
slowly decreasing increments of offers, and having empathy and trust, building rapport, because people deal with people that they like, or at least are willing to work with, and using empathy, like, no, that can't possibly work, well, actually, that's not an empathetic, no, using empathy and phrases like, how am I supposed to do that, getting them to work for you, to solve the problem. Great book, I suggest you listen to it, and with that, I will see you all next week.